Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover story is about one of India's finest and most controversial filmmakers. Over the last two decades, Anurag Kashyap has either hurt or quarreled up fans for his work and uh, Rajiv Singh, the cover story author, is, we, is with me on the other line. Hi Rajiv, thanks for joining in. Hi Abhishek, oh, thanks a lot Abhishek, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. Uh, so, Raji, why Anurag Kashyap on the cover of Forbes India? So, he's one of the most celebrated as well as controversial directors that India has ever seen. In fact, he has changed the way cinema works in India or looks in India. The second season of Sacred Games is launching tomorrow, 15th, 15th of August. And this was the right time to meet the man who loves to call a spade a spade and has uh, redefined uh, movie making in India. So basically you were just looking for an excuse to meet him and you pegged it to Sacred Games release on August 15th. There can never be an excuse to meet him. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk us through it. So he's he's had run-ins with the censor board. Over the years, how has that changed? He, he first started his career by writing Satya, which itself was an explosive movie where he did the dialogues for it. From then to now, how has he changed how has the censor board changed along with him? Are things any better or worse? He has not changed a bit. He definitely has not changed a bit in terms of narrating his style of stories. In fact, he started a school of thought and a school of cinema that doesn't believe in showing only black and white. He doesn't believe that cinema is only for entertainment. So if you're going to a theater for two and a half, spending two and a half to three years to watch a movie, his idea is very clear. It's not only entertainment. Cinema has to reflect what is happening in the society. And if you do, and if you convey that in an entertaining manner, that is a movie for him. So he, he doesn't make a Yashra Chopra kind of movies. He, so he has tried experimenting with Man Marzia, which is a very different movie from what he's used to. And this is what he said. He wants to experiment. But most of his movies are harsh reality that you won't ideally would like to see. So basically what he does is he puts a mirror in front of you. Now it's up to you. Whatever image you want to see of you, of yourself in the mirror, you go and have it. You know, the celebrated uh, filmmaker Imtiaz Ali, and he put it very correctly that he made it so normal to have a man who is angry, who is violent, who is silly. So it's, it's quite normal to have all those kind of expressions and emotions. In 70s, if you remember, there was only one angry young man. So now it's very normal for everybody to have that kind of emotion. And, and does it does it help that uh, his work is now being showcased on uh, uh, OTT platforms, let's say like Netflix, which are outside the purview, at least at the moment, of the center of the censor boards? So Anurag Kashyap has never taken advantage of uh, whether censor board is looking at his films or censor board has skipped the films. Let's go back to the first movie, Punch. Which is it yet never to be got released, released. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is yet to be released because censor board never passed it. The board thought that, and this is what Anurag Kashyap told us the board thought that the movie was unduly glorifying violence, had loads of swear words, sex and all those kind of stuff. So the idea of cinema, his idea of cinema and their idea of cinema was diametrically opposite. And this guy was this guy is still very unapologetic because cinema, as I told you, is not something that what you define it as. And and whatever violence, if you see whatever swear language or words that you see, there has to be a context. It can't be without context. So then does does OTT give him that uh, leverage to do what he truly believes in? OTT makes him a free word. Free word, not in terms of you know glorifying violence or showing sex, 
but showing the kind of movies that he wants to he was very clear in his idea that his audience are not going to queue up on a friday for a blockbuster salman khan audiences do anurag kashyap audiences don't he, he talks about how his movies are for the folks who you know go to work uh, from 9 to 9 and they would rather enjoy his movies at leisure so that's why it, they they end up having far more uh, shelf life than a weekend release perhaps you know abhishek if you look at the way bollywood and cinema has evolved you know most of the times most of the decades movies were made with the mindset of being an a window or an escape for the guys who were going to watch in the theater it was something that they would forget for 3 years the hardship in their life the trouble in their life and 3 years they would be in a different world altogether this man changed that because people you know he, his definition or his idea is that you don't want an escape because every day you're dealing with the reality of life and you might as well deal with that reality in a very different and entertaining manner which you can relate to so that's why he doesn't believe in glorifying sports person as well he doesn't believe in biopics most of the sports biopics that has you've seen in india are of guys who are still working in some other form if they're not playing then they are commentating if they're not commentating they're running their own business he clearly believe that doesn't make for a good biopic as a director but he also wears a different hat as a producer so he will make a sand ki aankh which might glorify a sports person but then he is there as a producer and doesn't interfere with what director and the story says so he also wears multiple hats I think he makes it very clear that uh, if you have to make a biopic then it can't just be a hagiography. So this is what Anurag Kashyap movies are all about. You won't you know either feel like a very sweet or romantic kind of movie. You will also have harsh reality also uh, immersed in it. But he also talks about uh, that content is not really a problem in that he's got loads of content to work with uh, perhaps as for as long as 6 years but even somebody like Anurag Kashyap faces the problem of having too few backers so two things abhishek which you know frees him from this kind of uh, constricted approach first is ott as as we said as we discussed ott gives him a platform to make and to show and to do whatever he wants to do and he knows there is a shelf life huge shelf life and people watch enjoying anurag kashyap brand of movies so that's one thing second he has started his own production company another production company after the phantom fiasco the name of the uh, production house is good bad films and he has formed his formed with his two close friends so he doesn't care whether he has backers or not because he has got a production house which is backed by two of his close friends who who very who are also very clear that they're not making movies to make money because it's not the primary uh, occupation for them it's not the breadwinner for them so it's a passion project for them they will keep making movies irrespective of the fact whether they hit they become a hitted box office or not from the article that you've done it seems that he puts his money where his mouth is in that i think he walked away from a deal uh, with was it utv where he was contracted to make 10 movies but they did not want him to make a, a film which he anyway went ahead and did it and he walked away from the money that was on the table perhaps <laughs> you know an interesting thing about this man is he has never followed rules he has only followed what he wants to that's why he never precisely took a job because you know he would never be able to take orders or command and and he also never has a formula so for example if he makes a gangs of wasepur and there are other guys who start copying the formula 
he moves away from that which is very clear that if he makes one movie which it which turns out to be successful the next movie would be diametrically opposite of what he made earlier because he would be deliberately running away from formula he doesn't want to get into that rut so how does he sustain that some of the films that he's made have backfired so how does he balance that out and how does it hurt him when it doesn't work no that's precisely he doesn't have many backers as you pointed out and he doesn't mind it because he has a different audience and a different medium altogether now the changing landscape of cinema in india absolutely liberates you you don't need to have big stars for example he made a mistake in making a movie like bombay velvet with big stars so that's why if you see minus bombay velvet most of his movies doesn't have big stars they have big actors that was his big learning hmm and he talks about how the odd ad film that he makes or the movies in which he acts gets him a lot of money he hates acting he only acts whether it's a television commercial or whether it's in movies in south india he acts only because of the kind of money that he gets and it has to be obscene kind of money he was very clear about it otherwise acting is not his first love directing writing you know these are the thing that keeps him going another thing that kept him going for a while was uh, twitter where uh, he's always uh, spoken his mind and by, by at the time that we are recording he's just quit twitter at least for now and he i think you end your article by saying that you know he's mindful of what he says today you know what makes him controversial a guy any guy who speaks his mind would be a controversial and this is what makes him controversial because what he believes is right would be at against with what you believe is right and that's why he was he's so polemical on twitter as well and you know he got mellowed down because when he started getting direct threats regarding his daughter's life and safety on twitter that made him realize that he needs to find a different way to tell his whatever is going inside his mind but that also didn't work unfortunately he had to quit i think it's uh... our lost twitter's loss for to lose a colorful man like him as you said people might hate him or love him but uh, everybody has is entitled to their opinion that's how democracy works anyway on twitter he described himself as neither left nor right or center i am diagonal he has always lived life at his own terms yeah and he has always followed whatever he wrote on twitter he's very unpredictable that is one thing you can't expect anurag kashyap to follow a pattern the article says that he's in a very happy space right now you also mentioned that uh, for all the keradam attitude that the audience may know anurag for he's had a very tough 2018 you spoke a little bit about how he went through rehab his phantom production house or shutting shop uh, how does the next year look like you know a year of depression and struggling with you know personal and professional life has taken a toll on him but now after you know a rehab for a year he's back into his own creative zone the biggest learnings of his life is running away from the things which he never wanted to face if there is something uncomfortable he would rather not face it for example in his earlier ventures he would not think about the finances how to run finances how to control finances because he's not that kind of guy he is only interested in creative stuff so but now he also is getting used to know how money works how money comes but his focus primarily would still be you know creative stuff because this is what he can churn out best so that's why he's saying that he is absolutely in his own zone when all these other aspects are taken care by his friends but he knows how they also work earlier he would evade it now he's not evading it let's uh, let's hope this all works out for him for the better in that uh, whether he polarizes or not uh, some of his movies have been have a cult following some of them are masterpieces so uh, let's hope we get one one more director like him to tell us uh, good stories uh, thank you very much uh, rajiv for your time this morning thanks a lot abhishek great talking to you
Thank you. Thank you very much. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com and on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.